I've definitely dated my fair share of douchebags my time. <laughs> I just get tingly feeling my balls. Ugh, I'm spiraling. Oh my god, tell us everything. Flame emojis, left, right, and centre. Matt loves a bit of goth. And I need affection back. I'm really needy with that. I know I'm jealous. I'm the most jealous person ever. A relationship's like a fart. If you have to force it, it's probably shit. Highcity.com for you. I'll be bloody single and alone with 10 cats for the rest of my life. Lie, lie, lie. On today's episode of Where's Your Header, we are jumping straight back into our Love Island tea spill. All right, Anna, let's not fuck spiders. Let's get straight back into it. (laughs) (laughs) Where's Your Header is a podcast that talks all things relationships, breakups, reality TV, trending shows, and everything in between. This is your new go-to destination for laughs, gossip, intimate details, advice, and much more. All right, Anna, so we've already spilt a lot of tea. A lot of tea. So we've asked you guys to ask us your top questions about Love Island and our experience. So do we want to jump in? Let's do it. All right, so the first one is, do you have access to the outside world at all? No. No. So you literally get off of the plane, because we filmed in Fiji, and they take away your phone, your passport, you literally become a prisoner. You do. So I remember literally coming off the plane and the producer was standing there and she was like, passport and wallet and phone. And I was just like, was like can I at least say goodbye to my, to my mum? And she was like, yeah, sure. And I was just like, see you, mum. See you on the other side. Love you. And then just handed it over. I remember being in the car on the way to the hotel where we stayed at. I was like real stressed. Like I was like, shit, this is real now. It's all becoming (laughs) very real. Yeah. Yeah, So you basically away from your phone for seven weeks, which is crazy in itself because people don't get off their phone these days. Seven minutes. (laughs) Seven minutes, let alone seven weeks. And when you actually get your phone back, the feeling is so bizarre. It just feels like a different world. I remember picking up my phone and like turning it back on and like I was looking at like the notifications because it was seven weeks of it. And literally I remember shaking. Like my hand was shaking. I was like, yeah. I was like, I'm not ready for this. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, and like everything had happened. People had seen everything that happened in there. And, and I you rem- don't know, and you don't know what they've seen, and you don't know. Do you y- remember that? Like the four of us, we all just. I remember just taking a phone charger, and I sat in like the restaurant of the thing, and I just sat on my phone. I was like for two or three hours, just scrolling, <laughs> replying back to people. I didn't even know where anyone, any of you guys were. I was just engulfed in it because I was like, "What the fuck has happened?" Yeah, I remember calling my parents, and the reception was really bad. And I was like, "Oh, I just want to talk to people normally." And yeah. then calling my best friends, and them being like, knowing who Josh was. I'm like, "How do you know? I yeah. haven't told you." Exactly. Yeah, and I remember and- the group chat with the boy. They're like talking about like Cartier and that. And I was like, what the fuck? I was like, <laughs> you know what I mean? I was like, this is wild. They're like talking about her coming to like our parties and that. And I was just like, I was like, what the fuck? It almost feels like an invasion of privacy because yeah. you go on the show and you know it's being filmed. You know you're being filmed the whole time. And you, in the back of your mind to some level, know that people are watching but when you get your phone back and they've actually been watching you're like oh my god I remember when I first got my phone back and someone had sent me a clip and it was a clip of Josh and I in the shower (laughs) and 
how do I describe this? They had cut me off just before so the boobs. Just your shoulders, yeah. So we basically like are naked in the shower together. And I was like, oh my God, I am humiliated. And it had like millions of views. So I was shocked. I was like, what have I done? Your family's seen that. I've ruined my <laughs> life. <laughs> yeah, I remember that was wild. And then like the little clips I was seeing and I was like, I even don't even remember saying this. I was like, what the fuck? It's wild. <laughs> it was. Next question that you guys want to know. Do you agree with how they made you look on the show? Uh, we spoke about it before. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I, was, I do. I do. I mean... Like I said, they pick one bit of your personality. They could have picked anything. I mean, yeah. I was the funny guy. <laughs> I should have been yeah. from the start. But the way it is, they made me the emotional guy. Yeah, the emotional model. Yeah. Well, I with think, a sense of humor. <laughs> I think I think at the start they wanted me to be a bit of like the An player. Airhead. And the player. Yeah. And then I think they realized quick spark that that's not my personality. Yeah. I'm not actually like the player. Like it I come across like that, but well, I'm not. <laughs> well I, some would some would disagree. I do it tastefully, at least. <laughs> oh, what is being a player tastefully, Matt? Like, no, I don't. On. No, I'm not. I just, yeah, I'm not like that. Then they realise that quick smart and they're like, we're going to have to like, you adapt. Know, adapt. They adapted. Yeah. yeah. I mean, look, I definitely think my personality was shown. I definitely was seen to be doing a lot of mothering of Cartier, which is definitely in my personality. I'm very nurturing. My relationship with Josh, like we were obsessed with each other. So that was seen a lot. The one thing they didn't show is if Josh and I had a bit of a fight. I remember that. That was that the truth bike. When we did the yeah, second we, truth bike, you guys were hating each other. We were having a massive fight. Yes. And was then, that, am I thinking the and, right time? Yeah. And I remember we were in the fight and Josh got on the bike and they asked a question about me and he said something cute. And I smiled like just like a little bit. And they, that was the only part that they showed. And I, the whole time I was like, mm. <laughs> I was like in a bad mood. I was like, oh, this guy. Yes. Yeah. N- none of the fights with Josh and I were showing because they wanted us to look like this amazing couple who were so in love and would never fight. But that just wasn't the reality. So another question is, is Love Island scripted? Do the producers tell you what to do? It's not scripted. None of it is scripted. No. None of it. We're out there like doing our own thing. But the one thing they tell you to do would be where to sit to have certain conversations. And you're and you're constantly probed to talk about your emotions with people. Yeah. Even if it's been like <laughs> 10 minutes since you said that you liked them, they're like, go have a chat and discuss how you feel yeah. which is so uncomfortable and would never happen in real life but that early into a relationship totally as well. yeah. i think one thing that people don't really get a clear sense of is we obviously go into the beach hut to talk with the producers which comes is edited into the footage that they have from the day or the week or whatever and i think you get a clear sense of what the producers want you to say. Mm-hmm. And I think that in a way could be classified as being somewhat manipulated because they might say to well, you- I remember that they never would straight up ask you what to say. They would have a roundabout sort of way. They, yeah. They would like- They ask, would have an angle and you could tell what their angle was. And yeah. until you said it- You're not getting out of that beach hut. You're not coming to bed. <laughs> <laughs> so they'd be like, so Matt, you like Isabel and Jordan. You actually like Jordan more, but they would be like, but we think that you and Isabel are so cute. Yeah. Let's talk about Isabel. And then yeah, yeah. in your head, you'd know that they wanted you to be with Isabel. Yes. Yes. Which brings us to the next question. Did the producers match make couples? 
and I think that I've told you, I think that was the only time that I was steered in one direction. Yeah. And I wouldn't, they never told me who to pick, but the way they were talking, they steered me to Isabel away from Jordan, which naturally I would have picked Jordan. Yeah. But I felt like I was steered in that direction. And you've told me that you regret that, right? Yes, I do regret not picking Jordan. Yeah, I would have picked her. She was definitely my flavor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so next question we were asked is, do any of the couples have sex on the show? Yeah, I think a lot more than you'd probably think. Yeah. I remember when I first <laughs> arrived into the Love Island villa and Matt's bed was situated very close to mine, oh. uncomfortably <laughs> close, and there was a lot of noise coming from your bed. I was like, wow, like, we're on camera. Like, is he serious? <laughs> I remember when I got up. <laughs> What? And I didn't have any pants on and you were like, fuck Matt. <laughs> Put some pants on. I was like, oh, yes. <laughs> Disgusting. Yeah, I think a lot of the couples did, but did it even show any of that sort of stuff? Yeah, so they definitely don't show anyone having sex, obviously, because it's not porn. <laughs> um, but it's implied. It's, it's Im- definitely implied. Yeah. And some people got a worse edit than others. Like, I felt so sorry for Margarita. Like, people were getting up to serious mischief in the bedroom and they made it out like she was going crazy with Blake in the bed. <laughs> so I was like, when I watched it back, I was like, I feel bad for her. Like if, if I was targeted like that after seeing what everyone else was getting up to, I would be pissed. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I went into the show being like, there's no way I'm going to be sleeping with anyone on there. Like I'm never going to be having sex on camera. Like even saying that out loud feels so yeah. wild. But yeah, when you're sleeping in bed with someone who you really like every single night. You're only human. <laughs> You'd be surprised yeah, what only, happens under the covers. Yeah, let's just say you're only human. Like no one's going to crack it or get angry about that. <laughs> so another question is, are there cameras in the Love Island toilets? Yes, there is. There's cameras everywhere. You literally cannot get off camera the whole time. Yeah. I remember I was having a little sook one time and I was laying on the beam back <laughs> and I literally watched the camera follow me get up and like sit somewhere else that I tried to walk to another place and it literally was following me and I was just like fuck off I was like seriously I just want some time to myself and you know what every single person in there literally within 48 hours has had a mild to large mental breakdown mainly on the large side like I I think 24 hours in I was bawling my eyes out yeah but it just wasn't shown because it's such a foreign environment you literally have a breakdown because it's so overwhelming like the feeling of being in there and being on camera 24 7 is without a doubt the most overwhelmed I've ever felt in my life and I remember once I was also having a bit of a breakdown and I just felt claustrophobic like I felt like the walls were closing in on me and I couldn't get out and I actually they could see me freaking out and I started crying and they took me out to the front of the villa just so I could have a breath because I was like honestly felt like just an overwhelming I was basically heading towards having a panic attack and I think they could see that and so they took me out the front to just take a breath take a breath yeah Yeah. well in saying there's cameras everywhere and you're always on camera you do forget though like I felt like I forgot that I was on camera 
I mean, for the first 24 hours, I definitely was watching the cameras and kind of figured out where they were all placed. Yeah, how could you not? They were fucking standing there like yeah. balls. Yeah, they were everywhere. And I think that was a lot to take in. But honestly, after the 24 hours of you first being in their passes, you totally forget. Like yeah. it's... A, such a far distant memory that you're on camera because there's a you, lot of other concerns other than there's that. a lot of other concerns like there's so much drama they're yeah. con- you're constantly on edge like we used to always say the moment you felt like oh my god like i can actually relax something really bad would happen they'd bring someone else in they'd bring in a bomb squad like it was constant Stress, Like, I think for seven whole weeks, I was in a constant state of anxiety. Uh-huh, 100%, same. I reckon I was as well. I used to, like, everyone used to be like, yay, we've got a challenge today. Woo, I'm so excited. And I used to sit there like, fuck, what are they going to do to fuck with me today? I was like, <laughs> how are they going to make- What have I done yeah, that I can I was, use against me? I was like, what the fuck are they going to do to me today? So, with other challenges, I wasn't as stressed mm. as the ones when I was coupled with Vanessa because I knew that they were going to try a driver wedge between me and her. Yeah. All right. So, the final question we got was, did anyone have a breakdown? I mean, I think everyone had a breakdown at some point. Yeah, I, de- I definitely did. It yeah. was well documented that I did. I remember I actually, because I came in with Phoebe mm. and I remember getting in there and I think I adapted to the situation a little bit better than she did. And I remember Phoebe just being like, oh my God, like I know that I'm on a TV show, but I didn't expect it to be this full on. Like I'm being filmed constantly. Like, and she was right. Like it was insane. Like we would be in the shower number one the showers were very communal like everyone in the whole villa saw each other naked there was no sort of privacy and you have to remember this is people you don't know and you're like trying to form relationships with these people and yeah phoebe was just like i can't even shower i remember when i walked out to the shower and i'd like look at the cameras and they'd like swing onto the shower and i'm like fuck just a little bit of privacy wouldn't wouldn't hurt yeah like couldn't go to the bathroom yeah the only thing we were allowed to do is take our mics off to actually go to the bathroom but there was a massive <laughs> massive camera i remember every time i walked into the bathroom i was like guys you don't want to hear this <laughs> and I was like, it's gonna be a big one <laughs> like strip the microphone off and throw it on the counter yeah like it was just constant anxiety and when you're in a state of constant anxiety breakdowns are inevitable yeah like you're everyone's gonna break down it's really difficult and as we touched on before everyone's mental health issues really got brought to the surface. So we're going to talk about that next. All right, Anna, let's discuss the mental health issues that come with being on a reality TV show. Obviously, before we go on, they do all the psychological testing. They have a psychologist watching us the whole time we're on there and we have access to him. But that doesn't take away from the stuff that comes with being on that show. I mean, yeah, I think... They definitely, for their own legal purposes, have to have a psychologist watching over everything. But, I mean, there was definitely a few times that I would see people hit breaking point and the psychologists never really came in to rescue anyone. But people were kind of just like talked off a ledge in the villa because they didn't want anyone to leave. I remember when I was having one of my, my first 
big breakdown in the beach hut and they offered him to me and I, I said no. Oh, okay. So, they, I, ha- they did offer him to I you. thought of it as a sign of like, I was like, no, I don't, like I'm not that bad. You know what I mean? Like I didn't want it to be portrayed because if I thought in my head, if it's that bad, imagine how it's going to look. Do you know what I mean? So, I was trying to like myself, talk myself out of it, but- Obviously, it got aired and I was bawling my eyes out. So, that's interesting because I didn't know that. So, when you were crying in the beach hut and really upset, normally when everyone, because literally you weren't the only person, every single person had those moments, but they've just aired yours because they were going along with yeah. Matt cries all the time, that yes. type of vibe. Yeah, yeah. so they aired mine and they probably didn't air anyone else's, I don't think, when wow. I was bawling, which was not about Vanessa, that crying. If you want to know the hot goss, it was not about Vanessa. I was missing someone on the outside. Okay. And I was crying about that because it was bringing it- up it was bringing up old emotions from that. Wow. And then they made it out like it was Vanessa. Wow. I was crying about my ex, and they made it out like it was Vanessa because it was bringing old emotions that's, to the surface. That's some serious tea you just yeah, showed then. Yeah, <laughs> So I mean, look, and I think for anyone who has never been on a reality TV show, which is most people, <laughs> they run you on not a lot of sleep. Like, I reckon we would be getting three to five hours of sleep a night max max Max. so there was times when the sun was coming up and we were only just going to bed so when we film those beach huts when we're talking to the camera that's after a full day so when we're in our going like our dress up clothes for the night that's it we don't have any concept of time either don't forget that but that was probably between three to four a.m in the morning that's why we look yeah. so like tired and what we're saying is actually complete garbage if you think about it. <laughs> yeah. Like- so just to touch on that more, we don't have any clocks, watches, like obviously phones with time on it. So we basically rely on their time schedule. Yeah. Which they would change, I'm assuming, to keep us guessing. Because I remember sometimes dinner would be when there was sun. Sometimes it'd be like what felt like hours after the sun had set. Yeah. It was wild. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah, we were definitely overly emotional because we were running on a lack of sleep. And I remember coming out of the villa and everyone had a meeting with the psychologist and he said to me, don't be surprised if you sleep for like a week or two weeks straight because you've not actually been getting a lot of sleep in there. And he related it somewhat to people who have gone away in the army and haven't slept for days on end and then they'll come home and do a massive sleep and basically that's what he told me so even psychologically I was just like what (laughs) like that sounds bizarre and he was right I came back from Fiji and I slept for like a week and a half straight I was exhausted I was actually the opposite so I was still going off that sleeping pattern. I was going to sleep at all hours of the morning. Right. But I was going to a lot of things, like a lot of events and that. And I would like come back and I'd like wouldn't fall asleep till God knows what time. Okay. And I'd wake up randomly in the morning at like an early time. So, wow. I, it took me a long time to get back into my like normal sleeping pattern. Okay. Yeah. Probably still running off a lot of adrenaline. Yeah. Something that I wanted to touch on, which I've never really spoken about, is coming off of Love Island and my mental state because I was not in a good place. Yeah. I was very dissociated. What does dissociated mean? So, being dissociated is when you feel very detached from your environment and the people around you or your body. So, when I actually came off of Love Island, I felt like I was watching myself from above. Yeah. I felt so distant from myself. And I think it was because 
number one, I came off of the show and I was like, it kind of blew my mind that people had watched the past seven weeks of my life and were really invested in it, which I knew was going to happen. But when it actually happened, I was like, what? It felt like a huge invasion of my privacy. And it was just really traumatizing. I just felt like I had ruined my life. So now that you've said that word, I 100% felt the same. So like, it was like the lights were on, but like no one was home. Mm. So like, I was just going through motions. I was like meeting people. I was, was like, I was doing everything that I was meant to be doing, but like, I wasn't there. Like, I was like, like, what the, what's going on? Like, I'm like, I wasn't like a shell of myself because I was still myself, but like everything just felt not real. Yeah. It's just really trippy. And you, you were dissociated. And the thing that, I don't know if you remember this, but do you remember coming through Melbourne airport? It was just you and me and we had just grabbed our luggage and we're coming through customs. Do you remember the customs police standing there? Do you remember? I don't know if you noticed, but they started whispering to each other like there's Anna and Matt. And yeah. before we even came through the gate. And I remember thinking to myself, what the fuck? Yeah. Why, like, how do they know who the fuck we are? You know what I mean? I was like, I remember like pushing our trolley and I was like, this is wild. Mm. And then you remember when we came through and everyone was like pointing at us and that? Yeah. And then there was the paparazzi and it was just like an unreal experience. Yeah. It was like, it was weird. I it, remember just It being- was like we left our life. And then we came back to it and everything was different. Yeah. And and no one could understand how we felt, even our friends and family. They had no idea. Like I remember I was putting my luggage in the boot of my dad's car and this car just broke and pulled over and like these people got out and started taking photos of me and I was like, well, what the fuck? Like, I still shake a little bit about it. It was like weird. It was like, yeah. why do they care? Yeah. It was strange. I remember I got home to my parents' house And the next day I stayed at their house and the next day my dad was like, let's go for a walk. And I was like, no way. Like it honestly felt like the scariest thing ever. And I didn't leave the house for like three or four days after I got home because I was so afraid of someone recognizing me. Like it felt traumatic, which sounds ridiculous. And I understand now that that sounds totally bizarre, but I was like, I don't want anyone to recognize me. And I remember my close friends threw like a little get together party for me. It was literally five or six of us. And it was so unlucky, but I left the house. And as I was leaving the house, this big group of teenagers was walking past and they went (laughs) ballistic. And I think that was the moment when I realized I was really feeling dissociated because it was like I was watching it all unfold. They were all screaming and running up to me. And I was like, oh, my God, like my life is never going to be the same again, which it is now and it's fine. But in that moment, I was like, wow, this is terrible. And I remember getting into my friend's car and bawling my eyes out. I didn't know that. Yeah. I, yeah. A pack of teenagers were the worst back then. Put <laughs> <laughs> your head down. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, Matt and I have spoken to all of our cast members. Everyone went into therapy after the show. So I think that if you are wanting to go onto a reality TV show, number one, your mental health has to be at its optimum. Yeah. If you're having any sort of mental health issues, I would say steer well clear of a yep. reality TV show because you are going to be seriously tested coming out of it. Yeah. I had an amazing edit. Like it, my fights with Josh weren't even shown and I struggled to the maximum. I know you struggled to the maximum and I think – if my edit wasn't that good, but that was all right. <laughs> I thought yours was good. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I mean, I think Matt and I just wanted to 
talk to you guys about this for yeah. anyone who's thinking about going on a reality TV show. With the new season of Love Island coming up as well. Yeah, and just being mindful that it will really test you and it's not easy. It looks like a fun time. It looks like we were having a seven-week holiday and yeah. <laughs> everything was sunshine and rainbows and like social media, it yeah. was not as it seems. No, get ready to be tested, yeah. But some people are stronger and some people can go through it, so. Yeah, and I mean, look, there are some amazing things that have come from it. Obviously, yeah. we have our podcast now, which I'm super grateful for, our yeah. friendship. Yeah. You know, we have all of this great stuff that's come from it, but it was very testing mentally at the start and obviously like not something that we would wish upon I feel like going through that though did mature me so much I believe I matured so much when I came off the show because I was put in situations environments that like I wasn't used to and I had to like handle myself in a certain way Mm -hmm. so I feel like I developed in leaps and bounds than I would have if I didn't go on the show yeah I'm grateful for that as well yeah and I mean yeah I think any sort of testing situation does help you grow like we've spoken about with our testing relationships the show was testing and we both come out the other end but you know some people are still struggling i know that for a fact so it's a little warning but also (laughs) like once in a lifetime experience that we both have some amazing memories from All right, guys. So, I hope we answered enough of your questions. If we didn't, make sure you head over to at Where's Your Head At Pod and ask away and hopefully we can get to some more of them. And on next week's episode, we are talking about surviving rejection and the ick. Ooh, the ick. Yeah, Matt's got a lot to learn about the ick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys. Until next time, we will see you later. See Bye. Ya. Bye.